briefly because we are not uh, time is not our, on our side so i'm going to briefly bring up two very important people here um and i'm going to read something very brief about them something very brief <laughs> all right pastor onoyemi uh, we finally call him daddy uh, served in the position of the general secretary of the ministry is our daddy in the house and an influential personality he and his wife mrs onoyemi are peacefully married and she's in charge of the youth churches in area two which treasure house directly falls under and she serves as our area pastor mommy also runs and owns a school treasure house please can we graciously welcome daddy and mommy to our miss thank you so much thank you so much thank you sir Praise the Lord. Ah, you are you go. Please sit down. Praise the Lord. Before we start, we just want to make a please sit down. We want to make a comment concerning Pastor Lake's teaching or seminar. We have done so many businesses, so many. But we have gone into transportation before. But one of the things I want us to is that you see cancel. When we wanted to go into transportation, I, I went to the GEO. And he told a transport business is very lucrative. There are two problems. Mechanic and driver. <laughs> and to be candid, that was what really happened. We started the transportation business. We had a highs, and it was every day we were getting money. Every day. But when the driver started to perform, <laughs> he took the bus to Jeba. He didn't tell us. Inquara State. And if that night he didn't come back. He said a tree fell by the road. And that was why he had to sleep at Ikiru. At the end, he came back to confess and apologize. You know? Then at one time, he carried dead body. You know, they pay a lot of money. Right? A lot of money. That week, we just noticed that in the bus, you are just perfume of for more than, all, more than two weeks. Which type of business has Brother John undertaking that is causing? Later I came back to apologize. What it means is that in any business, God must be with you. Even if they want to defraud you, they are the one that will come and be you know, confessing. So transportation is very lucrative. There are so many businesses. For instance, the Dio told us one time many years back that even medical, the students on campus, Let's say they're about 30,000, right? Okay, 36,000. Every, every student is spending 1,000 per month. I'm only trying to cut it so 1,000 per month. That's 36 million per month. In if on campus alone. And some people are spending 10,000 a day. Some are spending 5,000. So you can see that there's a lot of money on campus. A lot. The hospital is still there. You know. So there are a lot of things one can do. 
just like Pastor Leke has said, I pray that God will help us and I will tap into it in Jesus' name. Also, before I forget, I just want to let you know that rich people don't make noise. Say you do. Only empty barrels make noise. When you see a rich man, you won't know that he has much with him. Are you getting what we're saying? So when you see somebody who is rich and he's flaunting his wealth, he hasn't arrived yet. So, you know, they don't make noise. I also want to talk about the world of war issue. You know, world of war is not what Pastor Leke is doing as a business. It's just an aside. For you to be wise, that aside you don't spend. You just open a piggy bank. Kolo. You sell whatever you have, put it there. You don't need it. It's money that comes by the wayside. It's not something you are depending on. Just put it there and forget about it. At the end of the, of the year, break your colo, see what will come out of it. It will buy a car. Like Pastor Nikki said. You sell colo in fact, there is a breakdown. There was somebody, I think it's on the pastor's forum, or maybe it's on the NAPS forum, the school association forum. It tells how much, if you put down 1,000 a day, 2,000 a day, 3,000 a day, depending on your capacity, at the end of the year, the other thing is that you can also join cooperative society. You can easily get money from there than the body. Bank rate is might, might be killing. But that of cooperative, I think it's just twelve percent per annum. And you can easily offset that. Praise the Lord. Shall we pray? God, we thank you for the way you are building us up. Because it's your desire that we should be in abundance. Not only spiritually, even physically, financially, economically, emotionally, in every area you want us to prosper. Please help us that we we'll know the way of prosperity and we'll walk in it. And we we'll depend on you, Lord. Please lead us in the name of Jesus. As we go into this talk, guide us, lead us, and make us to extract all that you want us to get. With the glory and honor of your name and to our blessings. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Uh, we have been asked to speak on power of attitude and relationship to enhance financial stability. The power of attitude and relationship to enhance financial stability. So if we look at that title alone, we can pick out four cogent words that we might need to define so that we can get a clearer picture of what we're about to talk on. And one that's what called power power. Power, I've noticed that power is very sweet. And people have power, they don't want to speak it out. That's why people run crazy to get power by all means, whether ungodly one or godly power. The one you know that power of God will always overcome. So we need to seek power of God. And power is the ability to do things. The power to do things. It's different from authority. You can have power, you may not have authority to, uh, to, to dispense the power. 
So power is the ability to do things either for good or for bad. Then with uh, attitude, this is your response to people. This is your response to people or situation based on your perception or understanding or feeling. Your ability to respond to people based on your perception, understanding, or feeling. For instance, if you know that someone cannot prosper, you cannot, someone cannot benefit, you cannot benefit from that individual. Your attitude to that person is to neglect such an individual. You want to relate with such an individual because you think that what is he going to offer me? You know, and. It is important to know that your disposition about any situation or other people is also what we can call attitude. Your disposition to people can be an attitude. Then simply put, what is relationship? I simply say relationship is all about your interaction, your interaction with other people, your interaction with other people. It may be a strained one a cordial one, but it's an interaction between one person and or more than one people. Now, when you look at attitude and relationship, we find out that they are, they are interrelated. They are interrelated because the way you think or feel about a, an individual will determine how close you are to that individual. It will determine your relationship with that individual. If you know that just like I've said, if you know that someone will be will have a negative impact on your life, your relationship will be restricted. You will want to move closer to that individual. So we can see that attitude and relationship they are related. Praise the Lord. And the other one, the last one is financial stability. What is financial stability? It implies confidence <coughs> excuse me, in your financial situation. Confidence in your financial situation. The boldness you have that no matter what, you, you, are, you are strong with, in money. You have enough money. You are not indebted to anyone. You are not indebted to anyone. Your future is secured when it comes to finances. For instance, you are planning to do certain things and you don't have the financial power to back it up. That means that individual does not have financial stability. But once you have, when you have financial stability, you have the boldness to declare that whatever will come, you are, you are capable of doing whatever you intend to do. It also means that you are not indebted to anyone. It also means that you are not under any stress. I can tell you, if you are lacking financially, it can cause a lot of anxiety. It can cause a lot of stress. And you may be on edge all the time. A little spark like this, you will blow it up. Especially in the home, just like Pastor Lake said. If you are not financially stable in the home, it can strain your marriage. 
can even cause problem. Even when your mom, your wife is the one, you know, maybe funding some of the expenses, the time you just come, you feel that the wife is proud. You just say something that is it because you are the one fund? It's because of lack of money. Lack of money. And the elders will say, even it wasn't an elder, it's an, it's a, a musician. We say, when you don't have money, it brings a lot of distress. And when you have money, it brings pride if you don't control it. Money, I do you think that what is it? Look at When you have money, what are you going to do? Anywhere we go, go. You meet me there. Think about it. If you are not careful, when pride comes with money, that money can destroy an individual. Because you may not know. Even someone who is wearing, you know, just a casual dress, maybe multi-billionaire, and you, see, you just look down that individual. Look at the dollar. Yes? Have you noticed the way he dresses? And I went to Kano some weeks ago for accreditation. And the one of my our of the hosts, there is a particular cap. That me sixty thousand, just a cap. Only there are different grades. I was just wondering. I never knew until he said it that some cap sixty thousand, hundred thousand, just cap. So if you see someone just wear it and you say, what is it? It's having money, it's investing in keeping riches in, in physical things. Praise the Lord. So, when you are financially stable, you also have a growing and steady income. You sure that your income is increasing steadily. It's increasing steadily. And more importantly, more importantly, you are not moved by any financial emergency. Yes. My wife will talk more on this. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, to talk more about financial stability. Let me just start by saying that um, this is an economic uh, paper. Uh, I didn't read economics, so I have to do some homework, just like Daddy did his own homework. But one thing is certain that when we are talking about financial stability, we are saying you are financially stable. Your finances are solid. Your finances are safe and secure. It also means you are in a good financial standing. You have enough money to live on without having to worry about anything. You can buy what you want, when you want, and the quality you want without being extravagant. The moment you start to be extravagant, you are spending your income. You are going beyond 
what you should. Even millionaires have to be prudent. If they are spending and spending and not returning, it will get to a situation where there's nothing for them to spend again. Are you getting it? And this is where your attitude to money comes in. Some people have money and they spend it as it comes. Remember we have said your attitude is your feeling towards a particular thing. Some have positive attitude, some have negative attitude. If your attitude to money is that people who have money are thieves, then you are not going to make an attempt to be financially stable because you'll be seeing yourself as a thief. Are we talking? Do you get it? If you say, ah, you will not have the money because you will not be able to move near that person to ask him how he made his money. If, for instance, when my husband was working at the STD clinic on campus, some people were saying they pay them in dollars. They pay them in dollars. Over dollar, we want call it. No dollar entered our handle. In fact, my husband was spending his money most of the time. It will be given back to him, but if he has to wait until the money comes, how is he able to do this? Because he was financially and is financially stable without being extravagant. Some of the signs of a good financial stability also includes a steady flow of income, rare changes in your expenses. Even when you are spending, you will not really see it on your, on your sheet, on your spending sheet, because you have other things that is blocking it. You have strong returns on your investment. You also need to know that this is the area where your multiple streams of income come in. We won't stop talking about multiple streams of income in this ministry. If you live on one income alone, but if, like Pastor Leke has told us, you even just double, double. Do this, do this. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it. You don't know which of them will bring you the income. And so when you are able to travel, when you want to travel, you want to go by business class. By the great grace of God, we don't go by economy class. We don't, we, when we travel, we don't go by economy. Please, I am not boasting. I'm just trying to tell you what financial stability has done. And if, like uh, my brother said, if you read our biography, you will know that we started from grass. When you talk about starting from grass, that was what we did. We were not ashamed to do anything. So long as we did not mind doing it. Daddy, G.O.I. and us, we did, we planted rodo. You know what rodo is? Atarodo. You know it, atarodo. Asola wanle you won kin jerodo. It's too pepper, be pepperless. You know atarodo? Yes, ma'am. Up till now, we still have a Greek farm. Up till now. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we know what power is, we know what attitude is, we know what relationship is and financial stability. Now the Next one is, how can you have financial stability? 
once we talk on this, we now deviate into how your attitude and your relationship can enhance your financial stability. One, to have financial stability, you must have a strong financial habit. A very strong financial habit. For instance, you must not live above your income. In fact, you must live below your income. If you are taking 50000 a month, it is important for you, you should not spend more than maybe at most 25000 You need to keep some, you need to invest some. So you should live below your normal income. Then you must regularly save, just like we have been told. We must regularly save. And we know that as Christians, we must acknowledge that God is the one that gives us the power to make wealth. You know, I remember we've gone through a lot. I remember at one time, I had to call my wife when we became Christians. When we were not Christians, things were not that difficult. Why is it that when we became Christians, money was hard? It was really hard. And it, the, the problem came in torrents, like a storm. At one time, my brother sent $2,000 to me to assist him in changing it in Lagos. I took it to Lagos. You know, we have a type of trousers that you can put money here. I put it there. They stole it from me in Lagos. I now recollected while I was in the downfall bus, one man was just pushing towards me. I didn't know that the pressure was to make me not to feel when his hand was going to my... So when I got to Ikeja and I looked at my... My, I was, you know, my eyes were turning. I just quickly went back to Maryland to take the bus back to Ife. It was a nice experience at the end. Because when we when I got to Ife and I slept that night, the bed was turning. <laughs> and I, I held it like this. I didn't know it was not the bed. I, I held the bed like this that I would not fall. I would not fall. It was when I woke up and said, ah, why, why, why should money be twisting me like this? After all, man made money and God made man. Why should money be affecting me like this? That was why I had a breakthrough. Because I just saw money. This man that made money now. Why should I be turning in bed and I was as if I was drunk? That was when I said, no, money could not influence me to that extent any longer. And wonderfully enough, I was just going along the stairway, the staircase in our house at Omoli Estate. And that, I just had the administration say, when you have money, what will you do? I said, ah, when I have money, I will use it to glorify God. I will use it to glorify God. So in that sense, if you want to have financial stability, apart from acknowledging that God is the one that gives power to make wealth, it doesn't add sorrow to it. You must know that your money is to glorify God. That gives you a form of humility. You won't be proud about it. You know that it's God that has given you the access to that money. The other thing is that you must, I think we have said that you must regularly save and then, number four, you must manage the money properly. You must manage your money properly. If you are indebted, you must make sure that you pay your debts. 
pay your debt. There are some people that when you want to get money from you, they can do anything and promise anything. But once they have the money, to pay back will be difficult. And the Bible tells us that it's only a wicked person that will borrow and will not pay back. And that's like you are putting a cost on yourself. Some people even take money from the church post. The, the church may not know. Or they send them on an errand. They, maybe they should buy something for 15 naira. They bought it for 45. They just felt that that 5 naira they can keep. You are already destabilizing your finances. You are destabilizing your finances. Then you must adequately prepare for your retirement. You must adequately prepare for your retirement. Even if you have started work now, start preparing for your retirement. Number five. Are we? Is it five? Okay, number whatever. You must sure that you set a financial goal. There's nothing wrong in saying, I want to be like this in another month or in six months' time. This is what I want my finances to be. You must have certain financial goals. The other thing is that you must be prepared for financial emergency. Financial emergency. There could be something that you need to quickly pay some money for, and you must be able to be able to pay out of your finances without, you know, any any shaking of your finances. That is what we mean by financial stability. Then. Because you prepare for war, even at this time. The same thing happens in finances. You prepare for emergency when you have loose money and you keep it for just in case any emergency comes your way. Then, I think for now, my wife will say a few things. Then I will We're talking on how to improve or enhance your financial stability. Some of the things that Daddy has mentioned is that you spend less than you earn. The moment you start spending more than you earn, you are asking for trouble, real trouble. Because what it means is that there are other things that will suffer for where you have taken that money to um, seal it. Always have a budget and stick to it. Some of us women... You go to the market, you don't even have an idea of what you want to buy. You now go, you have bought, uh, even some of us that have a list, I go to the market with a list. When I, I will write my list from home, every day I walk around and I notice that there's something that we need in the house, I write down. When I'm going to the market, I go with my list. No matter what may be smiling at me, I won't buy. I will just stick by my list. What it means is that you have to be disciplined in your budget. Those, ah, go the tifera shoe, you last week, Timowa, one, you lodge out, what the tiwani sing, a gentity, rakotu, me to new remote. You have gone beyond your budget. Are we talking? You have gone beyond your budget. You want to buy, you want to rent a house. The amount you can afford by your budget is a house that's like 100,000 naira a month. And you see one that is beautiful. It has three bedrooms on suites. Ah, that is something I like. And it's going for like 350,000 naira a month. Let me go for it. I will make up. You are going beyond your means. You are going ahead of your budget. You know what? 
still look for that 100,000 house. When your investment, when it increases, then you go for that. Are we getting it? Then, um, when you have a budget, it allows you to know where your money is going. You have spent, at the end of the month, if you want to take a record of what you have done with your money, you know that you spent 200 naira on this, 1,000 on this, 3,000 on this, it's on record. You may review it frequently. If you don't review it, you will forget what you did the month previous and you'll be doing something that is wrong the following month. Invest. Always invest. It is never, I think something dropped, please. Uh -huh. Daddy mentioned the fact that even in savings, from the moment you start working, please cultivate the habit of investing and saving. I have read the story of a man who retired at 40 years old. I read of another who retired at 45. He was just cruising and having fun. You know what he did? Right from the day he started working, you know this Oibo people, they start working early. Age 18, when he started working, he was already investing. He was already saving. By age 40, his money, his investments, was making money for him. So all he did was fold his arms and watch the money coming. We can get there. We can get there. I can get there. It's just that we didn't start early. But thank God for the grace. You can get there. You have the opportunity now. You have the grace. Those of you who started working this month, start now. Don't procrastinate. Are you getting it? And please, as much as possible, don't owe people money. Hmm? The people who you owe money, at a time when it gets to a point, you become their slaves. Some businesses you, you can't do without borrowing money. But the moment you borrow money and you give a promise, make sure you give back that money then. Oh, nobody, nothing but what? Pastor, it's a quick in Bible. Oh, nobody, nothing but love. We can borrow from the bank eh? and use the money. Although, like Daddy said, cut throat. Me, I'm afraid of going to the bank to borrow money. I'm very afraid. But Daddy has a way of borrowing and he has a way of paying back. Paying back. Me, I don't have the grace. So I don't go there. You understand? So when you borrow money, make sure you put it back. If not, the debt will be piling up. It will be piling up. And before you know what's happening, well, you see that you are neck deep in debt. And this will not work well. It is not go well for your health. It is good to have insurance. Don't think, hey, where have I been? To where I'm talking about insurance. But it's good to have insurance. Insurance to protect yourself your family in times of death, in times of emergencies, in times of sicknesses, in times of instability. It is not always that the stock market will be good. Sometimes the stock market can be very bad. If you are not careful when the stock market drops and you are depending on stock market, you will have hypertension. So you must make sure that you have enough insurance to cover any incidentals. Start investing earlier. I have said that. Keep a good record of your finances and review it as appropriate. Avoid wastage. Some of you, you are in one room. 
But every light in your house, prepared meter, every light in all the rooms you are in, what is on left? And you are only using one room. At the end of the month, prepared meter will speak, Abby, and you'll be wondering, what did I do? What did I? It is just, you know, Oibo people will not dare do it. In the room that they are in, that is the light only that they will put up. And you don't know that little money like that, by the time it adds up, stop wasting food. Stop wasting water. Some of us, when we are brushing our teeth, we will open the tap, and the tap will keep running, 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 until you finish brushing your teeth. Is somebody identifying with this? Let me see you in the house. <laughs> you are wasting investment. If it was in a place where the, your water to his county meter, own meter, eh, you are wasting resources. Please, as much as possible, avoid wastage. Avoid unnecessary ashwabi. Carry me syndrome. They must see me. I am the wife. I'm the, I'm the best friend to the bride. We were in school together 10 years ago. They must know that I'm his friend. And you know that you cannot afford it. Some people will have three, four types of ashwabi in their bag for a day. You don't have to attend every invitation that you have been given. It's not by force. How can you be attending three, four parties in a day? What you share any? Eh? Please. I, I explained to them. Tom, I understand. It's unfortunate. But try and explain. Attending three, four parties because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, but you are hurting your finances. God will give you better understanding in Jesus' name. Give. But not at your own heart. It's true, the Bible says we should give. It's more blessed, Abby, to give than to receive. Be careful, though. You give with sense. If somebody sees that you are too generous, they will keep on coming to you. That is the nature of the human being. You keep on giving. At the end of the month, keep aside. You don't have it again. That is not being financially intelligent. Give. If you have 10,000 naira to give, don't go and say big man and you give 20,000 after. You know, since my husband retired, <laughs> usually if we give people 50,000, 20,000, I will just tell him, don't tip you until you retire. And I told them, you, it is true God is providing, eh? but we have to pick sense. You have to be very sensible. That is one of the ways that you can be financially stable. Um, sometimes you may need a financial advisor, especially when you want to double in on, into an unknown territory. You know, we have said we should do a lot of things to bring in that money so that we can be financially stable. Sometimes the territory you want to arrive at, you are not too good about it. Look for somebody who can help you who can give you? I remember the last time we came and talked to you about this. We said you should always look for a mentor in that area that you want to go into. And usually, like Pastor Nikki said, there's a limit to what they can tell you. 
But people who have gone beyond you, before you, people who know better, look at their lifestyles. See if you can emulate them. See if you can go to them. I even learned something today. If you cannot go near to them, go by remote. Abi, we can go by remote. Or you even send somebody. My father will not allow me to do this. She has that kind of thing. And the moment you get there, you can go, you can go. Those of you who knows, know that but she gets the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Let me stop here for some time. Praise the Lord. Now, how do we relate our attitude and our relationship with you know, enhancing our financial stability? For instance, if you are a friend to the king of this town, you have some relationship with him, and you, you go there frequently, you are a friend to the king, and you need a landed property you can be sure that you can easily get. We have the experience about not in law, or near no. You know, this is it was too much. Fantastic thing. And so, if you needed something because of your relationship to that individual, it will be easy to acquire it. So you need to make friends. Then you need to be selective as well. And the other aspect is that while making friends, I want to use examples as personal example. At one time, we were in financial stress. I was just walking at the corridor of the college, and a friend of mine is now dead, Professor Uboko, just called me, Dr. Noemi. I was, you know, Dr. Noemi, are you interested in a job in Sokoto? That's an offer for a dermatologist in Sokoto. I said, yes, that was what made me to go into Sokoto on a monthly basis. I took permission from the hospital, uh, from the university, and I was allowed to go to assist them in establishing a dermatology unit. And it helped me a lot. It gave a lot of relief. And it was because of my relationship with Uboko. Uboko was junior to me. He found most like my student then. But because we are, we are close, you know, if we weren't close, he won't even think of considering me for any, if an opening comes, so he won't even think about me. Now, another one is that if you, we have a landed property at Longshare Corner, after I Google, the 10 acre land. So, yeah, I Google, that was where we planted uh, pepper with you, that long time ago. This one, we had this landed property. And there were some palm trees on the land. So I went there with one of our drivers. And when we got there, I said, the man who was tapping this palm, well, the first time he gave us was two years ago. He gave us four liters of palm oil. And I told the driver, ah, 10 liters. I said, even with eight, eight trees, you should be taking 25 liters. Ah. I was shocked. 
And when the man gave me four liters, I was happy. That, that's wrong. So one, ignorance is not good when you are, want to have financial stability. You need to know. So he told me we should be taking at least 25 liters for eight trees. So I called the man. I said, I was going to withdraw from, withdraw his association with me. Do you know last December. They brought 25 liters of palm oil. We won't need to buy palm oil for the next even two years if we want to. We don't use much of palm oil. So, for instance, I was discussing with my driver. Some people will feel, how do I talk to my driver? How to look at that? But because I have relationship with the driver, he was able to open up. And you can tell from him as well. You don't look down on anyone. You can learn from everybody. You learn from everybody. So it is important for us to, to be financially stable and in the process by having a good relationship with others. Praise the Lord. And maybe for now. Okay, I want to talk about attitude. How your attitude can enhance your financial stability. You know, when we talk about attitude, we refer to a person's mental view regarding a situation, a person, or whatever. And your attitude can be either positive or it could be negative. Now, you know I mentioned the fact that if you have a positive attitude towards money, you will work towards getting the money. But if you have a negative attitude to money, and only don't know you don't bother to have money because we also classify you as only. So it depends on your attitude to that person that will make you have the money that we're talking about. Now, when you talk about attitude as well, uh, the positive aspects include the fact that you are easy to recognize areas where there are things that can be better. Some of you have the attitude to ah, Emike, Maloa, Mashebiri, Sokwe, Mama Shelebra. You have gone beyond that level in Jesus' name. But if a situation arises and you are a student on campus and you need money, don't feel too big. Don't have the attitude to be a master soldier. We have had incidents of some a lady who was doing her master's program in OAU. She ran out of money for her school. She was financing herself. She went, you know when they were building some buildings along OAU, this hospital, the Link Road, they were building some buildings there. This lady would go there when she has finished her studies. Abba will go find dress, akosi jeans, I roll up jeans, akosi top to descent. Adam Amagbe Kong Kong, concrete to my mix. Want to she was hard working. One if too much, One day, one of our dickens was driving along the road. He had been observing her. One day he met her in school with her school bag. And he stopped beside her and said, Ah. Are you the same person I see along the ring link road? Don't she? Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm the one. So I'm the one so supporting myself. I need extra money. I won't do Aristo. I won't sin. 
but I will earn honest money. He was, she was asked then, I think it's about five years ago, how much are you being paid? She said 1,500 naira per day. That Dickin took it upon himself that he was going to sponsor her for the rest of her program because she had the right attitude. So she was making that money. Abby, she had more time to concentrate on her studies. If she had to do some other things with the money coming in, only risky burger in the hostel. Remember, she was getting one five. Now this man was paying her expenses and also giving her pocket money. He told her that he was thinking rich, but because she had the right attitude to making extra money. So she had a helper. If you have the attitude making him, you know, first she let's sit there. The money will come and meet you where you are sitting. Just sit there. You need to have the right attitude. Somebody who wants to be financially stable must be caring. You are able to see the needs of other people and out of the little you have, you are able to help. That little you have, God has a way of increasing it. You must be caring. You must be confident in yourself. Well, I, I can do this thing now. People who are doing it, they don't have two heads. People who are going into estate business, they don't have two heads. People who are going into food business. They, do you know that there are some students who sell food in the campus? One taunje. Cooked and uncooked. One ta is that they may not sell bag. They may not sell more than kobi owu. They may buy just two kobi owu of rice and be selling cup. Cup. Students know need to cop no lattice for that time. You must be confident that if I put this thing in the market, it will sell. And if it doesn't sell, you go back to the drawboard. You are not easily discouraged. When you fail, you do what? You rise again. We said it here. If you have to fly, fly. If you have to run, run. If you have to walk, walk. If you have to crawl, crawl. But what? Keep moving. You just must move. Move. Don't stay in one spot. Don't depend. Even if your parents have the money, come in. Don't flow. Parents say, no, 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 no. Don't say my parents have money. And you, see, you are sitting there. You are spending it. If they didn't make the money, oh, Niba, if you are spending your parents' money, what do you want to leave for your own children? You would have spent all your daddy's money, your mommy's money. You'd be waking them from the dead, Abby, to come and pay for your children's school fees. You must be humble. Don't feel too big. Don't be too full of yourself. Empty barrels make the most noise. That was why I said the other time. Rich people don't make noise. Oh, King Pariwo, empty barrel. No man Pariwo. Be humble. Whatever job they ask you to come and do for the time being, take it. Somebody was saying, I can never do the work of a teacher. I can never do the work. 20,000, 10,000. I cannot do a Mike, MSS, you are counting it together. And you are sitting in your house. Imagine if you were earning 20,000. First month, 20,000. Second, 20, third, 20. At the end of the year, 20 times 12. Getting here, 240. And you are sitting in your house. You don't, want to, you don't want to work. Where will that 240 come from? Just don't despise the days of small beginnings. Are you getting it? They have high expectation of themselves and others. They anticipate positive outcomes. No matter what, even if you fail, you really fail when you sit in your failure. When you fail, rise up, move, 
Rise up. Move. Rise up. Move. God will help us in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Actually, I want to add this to you. If you want to be financially stable, you also need helpers. You may, you may get a situation where you need helpers. And because you have helped some people, God will just raise help for you if you are, if you are in need of anything that will make you to be stable. I learned the story of a man of God. He wanted to build a, you know, start a project. God told him to start a project. And he was telling, where will I get this money from? Where will I get this money from? Then one Another man of God just came to him and said, God directed me to come and give you this 25 million naira. He didn't discuss with that other man. So he collected the 25 million naira. Two weeks later, the man who gave him 25 million naira came back to tell him that God told him that because he obeyed him to give his son 25 million naira, someone sent him 25 million dollars. So, if you want to be financially stable, you need to obey God. It may be difficult. For instance, a project may be going on in the, in, in the church, and you know that you can contribute it, you know, maximally into that project. Then you're saying, oh, why would I do this? After all, it is not, my name will not be written on the chair or something. And you ignore it. You are causing problems for yourself. For instance, Pastor Lake also said you need to invest in people as well. For you to be financially stable, you may think that that's, you know, is abnormal. When you, are, you need financial stability, you are investing in someone else. When we were building, no, not when we, when God was building that house for us at Paraki, yeah, because I know it was God, it couldn't have been us. When God was building that house, one of our nephews sent us Overall, it was seven million naira, you know, to assist in building the, the the house. So God can raise help in an unusual way. That was because we had invested in Him. Yeah, because he came in as a primary eight-year-old child. Yeah, and when we looked at him, I saw he had a beautiful handwriting. That was what attracted me to him. His writing was very beautiful. And I said, no way, you can't go back to Shagamu with this beautiful writing. And I told my husband. So we discussed with his mother because it was his mother who came to help us to look after our baby. The baby we just had then. The best school in Ife then was Sijuade Nozunyan Primary School. We enrolled him there. And so the boss will pick him up at home and drop him in school every day until he reached secondary school. When he got to secondary school, the father... Maybe he thought he was doing too well or something. Decided he wanted to take him out of our hands. He went to Shagamu briefly. When he did jam, he had issues with English. I had to say, I had to sit him down. He did the English. He passed. And we now said, you are going to read medicine. Initially, when we told him that he was going to read medicine, it was like, hey, medicine, medicine. He was taken in Calabar. He was almost kidnapped while he was there. My husband panicked and said, no way, you are not staying in Calabar again. You are coming back to Oiwi, Ife. At one time, he was upset with us. He said he's spending eight years as a medical student. What if when others are spending six, nine years even, 
We said, just relax. We were the one, of course, taking care of him all along. But now, when he finished, he's presently in Canada. The money he has, he doesn't even know what to do with it. Are you getting it? But because we had invested into his life, like Pastor Nike said, when we were building, God was helping us to build that house. Minimum that he sent us was seven million. In fact, at a time when we said he shouldn't send us money again, he said, no, he must have a hand in the project. Presently, we have a daughter we are sending to uh, SD, uh, SDA School of Nursing. Her school fees is over one million per annum. She's not our daughter biologically, but she's our daughter spiritually. At a time when she was behaving, I told her, I said, hey, this money we are spending on you, all our children who went to private schools and private universities, are not really more. Oh, behave. But I think we are not expecting to reap from her, but we will reap. We will reap. Because, you know, when you think you have attained the level of knowledge, you are wasting your time. Pastor Leke said, when they say you will reap the fruits of your labor, it's not necessarily your biological children. We are reaping from unbiological children, and it's working for us. So please learn to also invest in people. Yeah, I think we'll just stop here for questions. And then, if there are questions, we just want to give opportunity for questions. Remember to pay your tithes. Uh, that, if you don't want to enter one, to enter Yeah, that is one of the things you need. Some people will tell you that uh, tithes is for Old Testament. When Jesus was speaking with the Pharisees, he said, you are tithing even the minds and the little things but you are, you, are, you are not caring about fairness, you are not caring about justice, this you ought to do and not neglect the other. That does not mean that does not mean that Jesus is saying don't pay tithes. Say, you must also pay tithes and still make sure that you are fair in your judgment, you are doing the right thing, you are showing mercy. So tithes is compulsory. If you are not paying tithes, you are putting a cost on yourself. Please, if you see someone who has not been paid, pray for him. Beg that individual. Please pay your tithes. I've told you my experience with tithes. That when God told me that I was stealing food in this house, I said, food. How could I be stealing food? It didn't say food directly. It said victuals. I had to go to the dictionary to victuals. And I said, food. I said, how could I be stealing food in God's house? How can I? Then later, I just, it just dawned on me. Malachi 3, 8 to 10. Oh! Because I wasn't paying my tithes regularly because of financial constraint. But when I started, things turned around for good. So it is important for you to pay your tithes. We are saying this from experience. And you are benefiting from it. You can't say that it is not good to pay tithes now. You have had it. And when you have opportunity to tell others as well, tell them it is very, very important to pay your tithe so that you can be financially stable. Questions? If there are questions. Pray, pray, pray. Yeah, sure. You yes, need to. And be grateful to God. Thank God all the time for how far He has helped you and where He's taking you to. Yeah, any question or contribution? Yeah? It's your pastor that is asking questions alone, but on your behalf anyway. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Um, thank you, Daddy and Mommy. We are super grateful to have you at all times. I have two questions among other questions. But um, number one, it's the answer, but maybe I'd like you to elucidate more on it. How do we develop our boldness to talk to our fathers and our mothers more? To talk to our father and our mothers. I I observe that um, our generation, there's a little hesitation or something to reach out and ask questions. And many of us, they will just keep quiet, stay. What can be done to develop this boldness so that we can reach out? So, So many people are doing things and they keep quiet about it. They don't talk about it. And as you have taught us, I think it's very key. Um, thank you, ma'am. And thank you, sir. Number two. Okay. okay. I think part of the problem is from us elders as well. It's not just you. I think we should also learn to move close to you. I believe that. Um, those of you in Treasure House, Ebold, Duamoti, the other churches, when I come to Treasure House, and it's family, but when I go to some other churches, they see me like, so, so I just go around them. I put my hands, you know, you know, I put my hands on their shoulders. How How far have you gone with this? Hey, I haven't seen you in a long while. I'll go to the next. I never leave a service without interacting with some of the people that are there. So if we as elders, we can do that, it will help. Then as youth, don't see us as being up there. Eh? Don't see us as being up there. They have given us a key. Go and meet uh, Can I go and meet him? Can I go and talk to him? Don't think they are too harsh. You don't know a person until you really move close to that person. And the only way you can be close to us is to move close to us. Wait for us to abuse you and don't come again. Do you understand? But I know that as much as even we love it, and we love you, sir, we love it when you come to us, mommy, this is what I'm going through. Daddy, this is what I'm going through. And this is, we may not have the absolute solution, but we will try. We will try. We will look for solutions. We don't suffer fools gladly. But we will try. We will do our best. If you cannot do it, we'll tell somebody. At the same time, if you want your identity not to be known, we know how to hide. Well, some of us know how to hide your identity and still do what you want us to do. But at the same time, we are not miracle workers. The fact that you asked me to do something last year and it didn't work out does not mean that if you ask me something this year, it should not work out. Don't paint me with the same brush you painted me with last year. Are you getting it? God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you. Uh, my second question is um, some of us have, maybe from our upbringing, what thinking about money already? Um, probably we were raised from a poor home where over and over we have heard that Kuso and it has become a mindset that um, we live with. How, how can we, since we are talking about attitude and mental 
um, disposition towards money. How can we overcome this um, blockage kind of that is limiting? So even though the person is trying um, different businesses, they seem not to yield because of the mental constructs um, that they happen to have created for themselves or somebody created for them or somebody spoke a word into their life. Different things that tend to limit um, their attitude or mental disposition towards money. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the question. One thing that you said, which is very important, is the mindset. Some people believe they can't have money. And some people believe that because of their background, they will continue in that formation. And it's not right. You know, even parents pray for their children that their children should be better than themselves. And then, from my... Okay, look at almost all of us here. Majority of us are from poor background. My father was a carpenter. My mother was a trader. But out of it, we still came out. Out of the mercy of God, God still selected us out for favor by his grace. So you don't have that mindset that you cannot make it. No. In fact, we were brought up that we don't say anything negative. It was when I was reading the Bible that I realized, oh, this is something because my mommy would tell us that if you are saying kosi, which means lack, he said kosi will answer one day. Because his spirit, it, she didn't tell me that it was his spirit. We just say it, it will answer one day because you are calling him by name kosi kosi. Sure. So you don't say negative thing. After all, all those who are making it in life. That you are even a Christian is enough for you to know that you can make it better than them. You know, that's like a, a, a form of catapulting you from one level to a higher level. Being a Christian alone. It was because of Christianity that uh, we, if we had continued as non-believer, even the money could have vanished. In fact, when we became Christian, we were borrowing from Muslims. We went for how do you call it? Trips or something. No. Loan from cooperative headed by Muslim. And we borrowed 30000 and we paid back 57000 in yes. And we were happy that we got it. Because there was no other means. So we went and we were giving 30000 and but God made everything possible that we were able to offset it at the ninth month, and then things started to change. And while the, the, the problems just came in torrents, problem upon problem. So if you not have a mindset that you cannot make it in life, you should first clear that, even by the grace of God, you need to first tell God to, to repent of saying that to yourself. Because as a child of God, every child of God is made to rule born to rule. If you look at the scripture, we are born to make it, to have dominion over all things. Though we sin in Adam, it has been restored back to us. So you should not have such a mindset. And then that you are into one business and it failed, should not discourage you not to continue. We have made so many. We have gone into so many businesses that failed. But out of it, we were still able to come out and shine it. So this is one of the things I want to encourage us to 
then you must be positively aggressive about your finances. When in your family, if nobody has ever had one million, you will tell the devil, I am going to break the jinx. So long as you are a child of God, you will back it with scriptures. The Bible says I must be heard and nothing. I have broken the rank. Are you getting it? Are you getting it? You will be aggressive. You will have, you must have a positive mindset. So you are a child of God. You are working in authority. That is the authority we are talking about, Abi. You are working in authority that this thing belongs to me. Come out, I will defeat you. Come out. It's not my portion. Let the devil know that you are in control. But if you are saying the devil is pushing you, and you too, you are pushing the devil. You are familiar. Familiar. You will rise above it. You will rise above it. It is only those who fail to, who fear to fail, that don't make it. Are you getting it? Be aggressive. Ah, kilo de no. Won't be showing me jani. Money me le fail, sir. Money ma no way me ni jani. Me ni she she kushi. I will be godly. I'll be upright. And the Bible has promised, and you will remind the devil of all those promises. You overcame him by what? And you will not fear your life. Somebody ni. Where others fear to dread, go there and you will reap. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Go, go, go. Killing. No. You still have youth on your side. What can't you do? Just seek the face of the Lord. Even at the moment when you are not getting the insight, you are not getting the leading. Go. All the same. There are some things that people have told me. Do. Do this. Do this. But I am always afraid if I don't get the leading of God. And in one way or the other, I tend to want to be a perfectionist. It doesn't always work that way. It doesn't always work that way. But if you have, like you do now, have views on your side, try everything and work on the authority that God has given you. Don't forget your authority and your place in Christ. He will back you up. He will lead you. He will tell you this is the way. Walk in it. And if you are going astray, he will pull you back. That is the God you are serving. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, Okay. After him. All right. After him. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Mommy. So I have a question, Sam. And the question is um, sometimes many of us are not even living above our means. We are not trying to buy something that we cannot afford. And the amount that we are making sometimes is not even sufficient to cater for the um, basic needs, like holistically. How do we um, how do we practice saving, investing in such scenario? Well, let me tell you something. Sometime, I think it was maybe 82 or something, my mommy came to visit us. And he asked me, how much was I taking? I said, 300 or something. Ah. He said, that would not be enough for her to feed in a week. And I was happy I was taking 300 or something. I was taking 300 or something per month. And my mommy said, that would not feed her for a week. He said, I should go and look for more work. Uh, that was exactly what she said. 
340 something naira. It's a thousand as a doctor. No, work at primary two, primary two, primary two, standard two, sorry. So you, so, so, so you look for more multiple streams of income. That's what we are saying now. And don't be too proud to do certain things. You don't be too proud to do certain things. Yeah. Um, thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Mommy. God bless you more for us and for yourself in Jesus' name. Um, now talk about the attitude because I, I'm a victim of that. I thank God for God. 2021, uh, when I came with the pastor, you know, started talking things began to change. And one of the things that changed my mind was uh, it referred me to a book. It said The Science of Getting Rich. I think uh, for me, I got to know that it's a proven book that works for everybody that can uh, go through it. And even our fathers. I've gone through the, I mean, read through the book sometimes ago. Now, I want to say that, are there other books that you can recommend to us? Because ever since I got that book, I've been trying to get other books. What I do is that, I want to look for a book that fathers have read. And they've gotten results. For instance, The Power of Positive Thinking. That one, too, I got good recommendations from my fathers in church from that jam, that jam, about with different likes. So I could, yes, so I could Bank on those that yes, this book they are real books. So are there books that you can also recommend to us? Book of ages that are still very um, relevant for us. That's that, and also before you go there, books you can recommend. Go to Google, look for. Don't look for easy way out. Go Google, go find out what books can you read or learn. Sorry, ma. I have done that. What I'm saying is that you know when, when like the the uh, the science of getting rich. I have testimonies of who have read it and they have come. The power of us thinking, I have people who have read it and they have come. They are proven books that, yes, these books they work. But not all books now can really work. But if there are other ones can just, in that category, can recommend to us, I appreciate that. And also for the paragraphs, I also want to please give your indulgence. Can you please help us put that into writing? Because that will give us easy access to all of these things in many, many years to come. We can always, you know, flip through a page, you know, in our, one of our, in our Chef and just read through it. So, we really appreciate that. If you can help us put the biography in the book, because I'm not sure of this message I recorded. I'm not sure of even, even the previous ones. So, we don't have access to them until now. Thank you for grace now. So, please, if you can help us put all of those experiences in the book, we really appreciate that, sir. God bless you, sir. I should go on. I can summarize my biography. <laughs> I was poor, now I'm rich. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Any other question? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, sir. To buttress the question you asked the other time, it was 
let me just mention, thank you very much, pastors. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. It was divine that I was here today. And I, because I didn't plan it. I came to do other things. I said, I said, let me peep and uh, I could not go back. The Lord will bless you. Some of the books you may find very useful. Actually, I came across uh, the science of getting rich. And then I downloaded it. I think it's Pastor Leke downloaded it. And then we printed it. We distributed it. We gave it to people. We sold some. Your father had a copy. You saw it in your father's uh, library. And many other people. I will recommend it to everybody. Then Napoleon Hill. You can write his book. Uh, think and grow rich. Think and grow rich. Read it. We have read it. It has saved us. Okay. The millionaire next door. The millionaire next door. You see most of the things they have said here today. That they are your neighbors that are millionaires, but you want to know. You want to know. Then uh, the millionaire mind. That is just fantastic. That one is too much. Some others have mentioned they grew out of the millionaire mind. Right. You can read them. And then um, this very common one. This, they, I think I'll grow rich for today. Because think I'll grow rich by Napoleon Hill. It's voluminous and it's written, it's, it was written in some difficult English expressions. But there's one for today. You can sit down and finish it today. It is just, yes, it's just because the writing is so simple. And considering almost everything in the classical world, acres of diamond, acres of diamond, all these fantastic books, read them, acres of diamond, and many, many others, but uh, above for the Bible. The Bible. Google it. All that, the, all that the Bible has to say about wealth and copy them out. All that the Bible has to say about uh, riches, copy them out. Alright? If you can't do the Wahala, half it. I copy them out. I meditated on them. Copy them out. You see, those things, these things don't come by, by accident. Mm-hmm. Wealth is never by luck. At all. At all. Those who gain Wealth by luck, they lost it. They all, they all lost their money. Okay, I met millionaires. Have you seen who got it from uh, my, uh, my bet, betting Nigeria bet? And by bad these are stupid things that you must never get involved in. They're very stupid. They're the lazy men's approach. They're the foolish men's approach. All right, so. Uh, thank you very much. Let me contribute something again. They said, what can you do in this time and you will make it? Read your book. It's the pace. Okay. Though the money of the academics is not down, down there. The money of the academics is uh, up there. You can read sufficiently. And the beauty of that is, I was telling one of you yesterday, or two days ago, he came to my office. 
say, what do you want to do? Say, I want to be in academics. The beauty of it is that you have time to do other things. Because I did use academics, being busy every all the day and uh, throughout the week. Which is an advantage. An advantage it's here. I must not forget this. The Jewish phenomenon. You must read it. The Jewish phenomenon. You must read it. It's not only about creating wealth for yourself. It talks about creating wealth for your children too. And then developing the culture and the mentality of wealth for your family. The Jewish phenomenon. Alright. Yeah. I don't think there's PDF online. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you can get it the PDF on there. Do you understand? But you can buy from Amazon. You can buy online. May I tell you something? You have to invest in knowledge. Yeah. You have to invest in knowledge. Invest in knowledge. Knowledge is power. She, she, she understands her. You have to invest. You read. You read. You read. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, there's the millionaire women. The millionaire women around. All these things are there. And by the grace of God, we are afraid all of them. You will find them useful. Okay. They will not only create wealth for you, they will create wisdom for you. That will make you maritally worthy. Okay? Socially worthy. Spiritually worthy. Because it's not just all about uh, money. Okay, um, to buttress the question he asked at that time, that when what you're earning is, you're not spending above what you're earning, but is the responsibilities and all that. And okay, you're trying to look for other means to earn more, and then you reach out to some people that you know that, okay, these people are like well knowledgeable in something you have interest in doing. And then sometimes they just tell you, okay, come tomorrow, come next week, and they're not really straight with you. They're not really like straight and you are feeling frustrated. And at a point, maybe you reach out to someone else. They're not like, okay, you're reaching out to people who are not like in Christ in quotes. Now, how do you deal in such situation? How do you maneuver your way? Because the people you are reaching out to, they are not showing the interest, like not responding the way. Sometimes they feel like you are disturbing them too much. So, how do you do that? That's your mentality working there. Your attitude working there. You don't even know what is going on in their minds and in their lives. And already you are coming to a conclusion for them. There are people, there are some people that you are thinking they are not helping you there. So if on that day alone, are you getting me? But where they have missed it is probably just to tell you, as at the moment, I'm sorry, I cannot be of help. Instead of posting you, I'm posting you, come tomorrow, come next tomorrow. And then one thing we also have also noticed is that Sometimes when somebody comes to you asking for 30,000 and you give them 10,000, oh, 10, so thank you. They won't even say thank you. It's as if, 10,000, 
not if me. And then you are so ungrateful about it. Are you getting it? But if, you know, there are times that even rich people, at the time that you come, they may not even have what to give you there. She understand? It's not as if they keep the money somewhere waiting for somebody who will come and ask for money. No. They too may have put investments in some other areas and they are waiting for the investment to yield. But you now have now arrived at the solution. What then you want for me? It doesn't quite work that way. You know? And um, any use, you don't know how to approach people. I have discovered that. You don't know how to approach people at all. If we were to look at this your invitation, Oyekawa, but I want to lamakoi, Abi, Omoba Dotti, I four Dotti Kuro Lare, I Dominu, Kishomo Lamada, Nukalu Dirty Water. I want to lamakoi. Some of you don't know how to ask. Somebody will write you a text message, Sir, please, I'm in need of 20,000 naira. This is my bank details. I won't answer that person. This is my bank details. Look at me. It's not right. Some of these people, we don't even know them. I was asking somebody. She came to, um, she was seeking for unemployment. And I asked her. I was joking with her. You know, you know, mommy now. Joking and joking. Ah, you want to work with us? What do you have? What have you? I'm this. What are you waiting for? I'm waiting for my result. What church do you attend? Christway. When you have so I sat up. This is my church, Abby. And I sat up. What church do you attend? He said, Treasure House. Eh, Treasure House. Do you know me? She said, No. Okay. Who is your Who is your pastor? She said, eh, I think. Actually, once in a while, once in a while, she attends Treasure House. But constable, so who will know her? So what church do you have? Last time, last week, a friend invited me to Winners Chapel. The week before, a friend invited me to redeem, to do the youth empowerment program. I said, but we have just finished doing youth empowerment program in your church. You were not there. So what you have in your house, God, you make it. I, I didn't know they were. How would you know when you were in Winners Chapel last week? Some of you don't know how to ask. You don't, you don't learn to stay in a place and reap in that place where you are. When we wanted to start this church, you have to hear the stories. Those of you who have been old enough here to know. They went to Lagos begging for money. The money, the amount of money they spent on transport and everything going to Lagos, sourcing for funds. It was more than eventually we got the money right here. In fair, among us. Are you getting what I'm saying? Learn how to ask. Learn how to approach. And have a positive mind. Even when it is ideas you are looking for. Look for your, your pastor, for instance. I want to go and meet daddy Jill. How can I go and meet daddy? We will have a way of telling the Jew when there's somebody who wants to see you, sir. When is she to come? When is he to come? But if you stay in your little corner and you are proving to be too reserved, too holy, 
too up there. You know, don't be too full of yourself. Some of you, even for me to talk to you is a problem because you are going frown. You are going to frown. That person cannot be my friend. So if you are coming and you are frowning and you are full of yourself and you are acting as if there's nobody like me, what you arrived in here, you don't need him. Have I answered you a bit? No, not yet. Okay. okay ma, I'm talking in form of wanting to learn, like advice. Maybe they are into a particular business mm-hmm. and then you want to learn from them. So they are just like, okay, I have a lot he of roles, sir. You start like this, sir. Please, I have a request. When are you free? When are you free? Shorty share in it Oh, so do no ni. At least it's not only that person. No, she share any boyfriend. It doesn't have to come from Christ's will. The person doesn't have to come from Christ's way. Look around. We have resources in Christ's way. But if you feel they are not be touring your come around to she, it doesn't have to come from Christ's way. Please, sir, when can you be free? If you like it, when people were establishing schools, and they were being encouraged to establish schools, we went to some schools and we asked them, how can we start a school? What are the things we should do among the schools around us? Nobody was willing to help. But now we now went to Mrs. Arowolo. She's late now. I'm trying to remember the name of her school along Ondo Road. We went to her. This woman practically gave me her file. Yes. Master C, thank you very much, sir. She practically gave me her file. She said, this is what the form is like. This is how you are to fill it. She didn't have time to sit with me and put me through, but she put her file in my hands. She said, sis, remember you say you are a Christian. No, don't lie. What you don't have, don't put it as and the equipment I have. You start writing Mary go round. Got only. Oh, there's enough class, need enough class. Because at the end of it all, these government officials will not come and look at what you have. Would they take power? That was the advice she gave me, and it worked for me. Are you getting what I'm saying? She's not from Christ's way, but she gave me what I needed, and it helped. So if you go to one person, to Obashi, thank you, sir. Matumbinusio, to bati di bitterness in you. Pray, your prayer will not be answered. Go to the next person. Don't be tired if that is where your desire is. Toba wa swe to tiloto. Go and meet daddy Gio. Daddy Gio has contact. Onfure lo mamwe bai. Toba ode oni. Don't feel too. I'm sure that the Gio is approachable enough. Tanyo le losodo woni bi. Afenito jubanti. Teba le losodo woni book appointment le ni bote for one time that he rest. But he will put you So the other aspect is that you talked about money you're doing, but it's not like it's not enough. One, you're not limit help to render at a particular time to bam up where you cannot carry the the body. In fact, at one time someone advised us we, the the relations we were bringing to our house. Well, there were too many. We should be still, you know, dealing with them at a distance from afar. But I wasn't used to that. I'm used to people coming to me and then we work together. So the other aspect is that it may be 
I think I will need to say it. It may be that you need prayers. Because some people, only they may be carrying some problems that if you want to help them, you will now be the one that will take over the problem. I hope you understand. So you need to pray. Then there's no there's no bondage that God cannot break. There's no cost that cost that Jesus cannot break. He said he has made the cost for us so that we can receive the blessings of Abraham. So there are some things to we may not be able to understand in the physical realm. And some people to offer help. For instance, you may be giving some people maybe two pieces of meat in their when they come visiting, two pieces of meat in their stew and their soup. And they say, ah, you know, meat in your tunje. Human beings are difficult to, ah, you need wisdom to deal with man, oh, man. I mean, ah, we need the power of God to deal with man. So it is important to pray properly as well, to pray and ask for God's guidance. God said, I will instruct you, I will teach you, you should go, I will guide you to my house. If there are no questions, we just say thank you for inviting us. <laughs>